What up, y'all? It's Jesse here, a.k.a. Jesse Prada, coming back at you with another episode on the Christ Convo podcast, where we inspire you to live the best way you can for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Listen, I hope this episode blesses you. Let's get into it, y'all. What is going on, y'all? It is your boy, Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse Prada, and I'm back at it again with another episode on the Christ Convo podcast. Um, I am talking about my experience with dreams. Um, yeah, I'm going to go into, you know, how the how my dream life was awakened, um, my experiences, what I've learned, what I've what I've learned to do and what I've learned not to do. And hopefully this helps you because there's a lot of people that are prophetic in the body of Christ. There's a lot of people that are prophetic and have um you know, prophetic dreams. Also, I just want to apologize in advance because there is a uh, train that goes by my new apartment. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got my new apartment. Uh-huh. I got the keys y'all, you know what I'm saying? But there's a train that comes by, um, every once in a while. So it may come by on the podcast. I have a bougie mic that's dynamic. So you might not hear it. So just wanted to let you know that just in case if you hear a choo-choo in the background. So dreams. So I want to talk about the these because it's very important and we need to figure out how to handle them um because if we don't figure out how to handle these dreams that we have y'all we will literally do damage in the body of christ um and so i know that sounds pretty radical but it's true there's so many um there's so many situations um that (laughs) there's so many situations that could have not happened because of a dream that should have been told or should not have been told. Yeah, we just need to operate with wisdom concerning this. So, uh Ecclesiastes chapter 5, it said uh Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 3, it says for a dream comes through much activity and a fool's voice is known by his many words, right? So that scripture literally says that dreams come through much activity. So Dreams can come from anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And if you are an individual, especially if you are prophetic, there is an opportunity for you to have dreams at night. Um, It doesn't really take much for someone to dream something, even if that's a strong sword or not. Nine out of 10 times, especially if you're saved, somebody has had some form of dream, whether if it's good, bad, you know what I'm saying? Whether if it's godly or demonic every per it's it's very you know consistent for someone to dream in the body of christ and so dreams can come by activity dreams can come by thoughts dreams can come by your soul they can come from god and so i think it's very important um that we learn how to decipher because i think based off of what based off of our ability to decipher will determine what we should or should not do so um I'll go into me first and then I'll go into certain stories that are just interesting. Um, So for me, when I got saved, I had I had a couple of dreams before I got saved. Um, But after I got saved, it was like a switch, like turned on in my life as a dreamer. Um, It would get to the point where I would dream every single night. It was, it was, it was weird for real, for real. Um, I would have, sometimes I would have like seven dreams in one night, six dreams, five dreams in one whole night. Um, sometimes it would be too much for me to even, you know, grasp because 
it was coming in my sleep at such a rapid rate. And um, I remember I would have dreams about things that were supposed to happen in my life. Or I'm not going to say were supposed to happen, but I would have dreams of things happening and they would happen like the very next day. So an example would be is um, when I freshly got saved, I was uh, asleep and I had a dream that I got rear ended with a specific person in my car. So basically I was driving and when I was driving, they were in the passenger seat. I was driving and it was in my car and I got rear ended. And when I got we're ended in the dream. I looked at the person to my right and their mouth was wide open and they were like, I can't believe that they hit you. So the next day and I actually told this person about the dream, actually. So I, I called them and I was like, yeah, yo, I had a dream last night that you were in my car and we got rear ended and da, 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 da. And so I was actually out with that person uh, later that night, like the night after I dreamt that and we actually got rear ended together in the car. And so I was driving, they were in my passenger seat and we got rear ended and the person obviously had the, they had the facial expression that I dreamt in the dream and they said the exact words verbatim of what I heard. And so I was like, wow, um, that actually wasn't even the first time that it happened, but then it started to, um, increase at an even greater magnitude. And so then it got to the point where, I was having dreams. I, I knew I was having prophetic dreams, but um, it wasn't it wasn't about things that were to happen like the next day or a couple of weeks from then, even though those kind of things were happening. But um, I would have dreams about things that were to come like years from now in my life, um, because when it comes to that, you have to have discernment and understanding of what the timeline of God is concerning certain things that you dream. So I would say, number one, let me get rid of this. And I, I'm not saying people are saying this, but I just want to clarify and just make sure that we all understand gifts and callings are without repentance. OK, I've been in full blown sin and had rapid dreams. So what I don't want people to think is just because you have very accurate, even spirit led and um, rapid dreams in your life does not mean that you are in right standing with God, does not mean that you have rank in the spirit, does not mean that God is pleased with your lifestyle, and it doesn't mean you're deep. Um, we have to, it's a form of sobriety, especially young people that are called to the prophetic. I feel like the danger and what could cause a lot of confusion a lot of times is people get overly zealous and they start to share things that they see. And even for me, I used to struggle with that. Um, and so I, I guess I could give an example. So uh, there was an example. I remember I called my mom. Look, y'all, there is there is safety in submission. Um, there's safety in submitting to those in the spirit that just outrank you and have more history than than you do in God. And so at the time. Uh, I was, I guess I submitted this to my mother because I wasn't, um, under my apostle right now when I was dreaming at this rate. So I remember I had a dream of these two, cause this happened in college. So this was funny. I had a dream that this couple that I knew, um, I had a dream that the guy was cheating on the girl. And I remember I woke up because, and, and the thing was, is after I woke up, 
I think like the next week or like a couple days after it was sort of like people were alluding to the fact of what I dreamt was true and was actually happening. And I didn't tell anyone my dream, um, but people were presuming that this person was cheating on his girlfriend. And I dreamt this, you know what I'm saying? Now, my overly zealous self or what a lot of overly zealous people will do in the body of Christ is, oh, bet. Well, I have to say something now or I have to go and tell somebody. The only I think the only person that I told at the time um, and don't get me wrong, there were times where I did tell my dreams to a whole lot of people. I'm going to go into a whole I'm going to go into that stuff, but I'm just going into the story right now. So I called my mom and I told my mom and I said, Mom, I had this dream. You know, what I'm saying that this uh, I had this dream that this girl was getting cheated on by her boyfriend. And people are literally saying like this is happening and da 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 da. And like, should I say something? What should I do? And I'm going to be honest. You know, when you like have you ask people for wisdom, but you already know what you wanted to do. I made up in my mind, regardless of what my mother said, I wanted to tell the person that I had the dream. Also, if I could be honest, it fueled an insecurity of mine because when I had dreams, I felt like, okay, God was talking to me. I felt like I was in good relationship with God. When I had seasons in my life where my dream life decreased, I thought God was mad at me. And, you know, when you look at when you look at scripture, that doesn't even make any sense. Right. But when you get so infatuated with a gift or a sensing or an ability to operate in something, you start measuring your relationship to God based off of that thing. So that was something that I that was the mistake that I made. And so um, my mom told me, no, like, it's not wise for you to do that. Um, And I think one of the reasons why she was saying, I don't even remember specifically what she was saying, but I just remember the answer was no, opposite of what I wanted to do. And when I look back at it, um, I think one of the reasons why she probably said you shouldn't do that, or one of the reasons why God even wouldn't lead me to do that is because I don't think there would have been any fruit for me to intervene into that situation. So Something you have to realize is when you share certain things that you may know or discern about people's lives, you really have to ask yourself, what is the fruit? What is the goal? What is the solution to what you have seen? Right. So what a lot of people will do is they will just share stuff without a solution. They will share a form of. Uh, what's it called conflict that they have seen or noticed in a dream without any solution to fix it that's fruitless and it doesn't make sense as to why you do that right and so the wisdom this is why I said like there's wisdom in spiritual authority because I'm glad that I didn't share that dream with the person because when I look back at it they weren't mature enough to handle it. It would have caused more chaos like and I would have I would have entered into the drama of a relationship that was not my business. It just didn't make sense. So the thing is, is you go into a mature, a more mature place when you realize, OK, OK, God, you're showing me these things not to talk, but to pray. So like that's something that I changed. I noticed, you know, the difference between my 
like what 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 you can know what you can do is you can ask your you can see how much you have stewarded over the dreams that God has given you by one question when you see these dreams in your sleep do you pray like after you write them down or after you talk about them with your friends do you pray concerning what you saw because that might have been the reason as to why God showed you rather than to talk another thing is not everything needs to be heard or uh, or um known by people right so I would get these crazy dreams, very vivid and very accurate dreams, and I would get excited, and it would be cool and stuff. And I think part of me was just, <clears throat> excuse me, I think part of me was just so zealous and excited because I was being taken into a realm of the prophetic that I never knew about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. We don't use the gift to, we should not use our gift to manipulate people, but it's okay to realize like, dang, like it's kind of cool that I can have, you know what I'm saying? Supernatural intel that is not, that God will give me without anybody knowing, you know, it, and in others, in others times, it does give the fear of the Lord and God is intentional with the way that he does it, but we have to handle it with responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And so that was one of the reasons why I was excited because it's like, oh, wow, God, like you're showing me things, you're talking to me. And I thought it was kind of cool, but the problem is, is with a lack of maturity, you can cause, you know what I'm saying? Situations that, uh, don't need to take place. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's, it's very interesting. And so when, when I talk about dreams, cause the name of the podcast is my experience with dreams. So I'm not just going to talk about like the dreams that I've had, but I'm going to talk about how, um, there were dreams, you know, that people had of me. And so I don't want people to think that what I'm saying is dreams are bad okay that's not what I'm saying when it comes to these certain topics in the body of Christ sometimes people go all the way to the left sometimes people go all the way to the right that's not what this is right but I I, I want to be mutual and I want to understand that okay the be the best way the best way that I could explain it is I was listening to an apologist who was defending the scripture or defending the ways of God from the perspective of sex before marriage, right? He said, "Okay, sex before marriage or the gift that God gave to us in sex is fire, right? And so fire can be pleasant based off of where you put it, right? So if you put fire in a fire pit or um, in a fireplace in your house, it's nice. It will warm you up, right? And it could create a very uh, comfortable and homey environment. But if you put fire just in random places of your house, it'll burn your house down, right? It's the same thing with any gift or um, any ability that God uses for us, right? Or, or God gives us right? Dreams can be wonderful. God talked to people in dreams. We see this all the time. He spoke to Joseph. He spoke to Daniel. He spoke to um, uh, Zechariah. I'm sorry, not Zechariah. He spoke to Joseph in the New Testament, Mary's husband, right? So we, we you know what I'm saying? We see in scripture that God, God does use dreams to communicate, okay? So I'm not saying that dreams are bad, but what I'm saying is is if dreams are not handled with care, they can cause they can they can cause a lot of unnecessary conflict. Okay, so um, for example, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> this is perfect. Okay, 
Oh, God, have mercy. I'm trying to make sure that I don't give too much away based off of these stories. So I'm really going to try my best, y'all. So um, dreams concerning your spouses, right? Now, one time, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll share this. One time, this, this, okay, this is the perfect example of what can happen if you do not if you do not handle dreams with wisdom, if there's not people in your life that can give you intel on possibly how to handle dreams, biblical intel, not fleshly intel, right? So this is what happened, okay? Cool. Because y'all know I'm blunt on this podcast. I don't care. I'm set free. So I was in a relationship two years ago with a person that God did not orchestrate for me to be in a romantic relationship with, right? Okay, cool. I remember... One time I was asleep and I had a dream of I've had actually let me let me let me not just say one dream. I've had dreams of this person having my children. I've had dreams of a minister. I remember I had a dream that this minister came up to me and this person in church and they were prophesying to me. And they said, the Lord said that this is your wife and you're going to marry her and da, da 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 And like these were very like vivid and real dreams. Like I saw the faces of me. I'm not in the faces of me. I saw her face. I saw the minister's face. I saw all these people's faces. It was crazy vivid, like ridiculously vivid. I've had dreams of me. Um, yes, it was soulish. But but OK, so I'm going to get to that. Right. And for those of you that are listening, I'm on Instagram live. So people are commenting. So I'm addressing the comment. But yes, that was a soulless dream. But I'm telling what I'm getting at is what can happen if you can't discern the difference between the soul soulless dreams and the spiritual dreams. Right. So I had this dream. I had another dream of me rushing to the hospital through traffic because she was pregnant with my children and giving birth. I had um, one specific dream, I guess, of her and I getting married or something like that. And so this last, the one that I just told y'all about, about her and I getting married, I had that dream about a, I had that dream about two days before a retreat that I went to, okay? And I went to this retreat with that dream in my mind, because I'm sitting here thinking that it was the word of the Lord saying that I was supposed to marry this person because there was a lack of interpretation, right? I go to, I go to this retreat. I kid you, this is a true story. I go to this retreat. This pastor, he was there. I love it. He's a man of God. Um, he he came to me and he prophesied to me and he ministered to me. And he said, one of the things he said was he was encouraging me and con- telling me to continue to be strong in the Lord or whatever. And he said, and the Lord said, I will make the dreams of your heart come to pass. Y'all, when I say like, I didn't do it in the moment, but I was jumping for joy because I thought that God was saying, oh, yeah, bet like you're finna get married soon. You see how like the misinterpretation of a thing can strongly affect your mind, yo, like it, it it's real. Like when I tell people you have to and I, especially with romance, you really have to be careful because if the devil can get you connected to the wrong person when it comes to marriage, yo, that is literally what he wants. How can two walk together lest they be agreed? Of course he would want that. So of course he's going to give you This is why I tell people like when when you like when you say you've had confirmations, 
of somebody being for you and stuff like that. I'm not saying dreams are invalid, but I just hope that we are really using wisdom with stuff like that because I'm telling you right now, I've had I had vivid dreams of that person being my wife or being my spouse, and they were not. I mean, as surely as Jesus is Lord, they were not destined for me. And but these were very vivid and, you know, dream very vivid and crazy dreams that I was having, like ridiculously vivid. And, um, you know, it's it's important to have people around you that you could submit your dreams to um, for interpretation and also asking the Holy Spirit to, um, you know, what I'm saying give you that asking the Holy Spirit to give you. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, asking the Holy Spirit to give you the interpretation or giving you the discernment to to be able to discern between your soul and your dream. I mean, your soul and your spirit taking place in your dreams. Right. Um, It's so important. I remember. Oh, gosh. And the thing is, is like God. Well, no, because sometimes. Okay, so I'll tell you another thing. Right. I've had another dream of somebody talking about me or saying something disrespectful to me, right? I'm sitting here thinking that I'm moving in the prophetic when, no, my heart is just offended with the person. So because my heart is offended, I conjure up a dream of them talking behind my back and it looks and feels like I'm receiving intel of a conversation, but it never happened. But because I have offense in my heart, I'm telling you, if you're prophetic, you have to you. I'm telling y'all when you are prophetic, you have to have your emotions in check, because if not, you will dream some of the craziest things. I can't tell yo, yo, you will dream some of the craziest things that you have ever dreamt before. Like if you're if you if you are offended with somebody, get it right. If you if you are if you find yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like going um, if you find your if you find yourself strongly being interested romantically in somebody, check that. Ask the Lord to deal with your heart, because I'm telling you, your your dream life will go rapid. And the thing is, because the devil is sneaky, the Bible says he's an angel of light. So the devil does not come. I'm trying to tell y'all, fam. It be the dreams that you feel comfortable and homey in that are demonic. It be those dreams because the devil, he does not disguise himself as demonic because he wouldn't be the devil. He's crafty. The Bible says he's an angel of light. Lucifer was beautiful. He wasn't ugly. So when he comes to you and he gives these and when the when the devil gives you these demonic dreams, you have to remember just because the dream felt good doesn't mean it was good. Like when people say they have dreams and it's like, oh, it just felt. Look, are you sure you need checks and balances with that kind of stuff? You need accountability with that kind of stuff. I'm so grateful for the um, prophets in my life that have been able to look me dead in my face and said, that was your soul. That wasn't God. You, 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 you and you need it. Because you'll begin to formulate a reality that does not exist, right? I tell women all the time, look, I don't care, and, and, and men too, like, but specifically for women, I tell women all the time, I don't care what dream you had of that man. If he does not pursue you, if, look, 
I don't care what dream you had. I don't care. He that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Do not subtly get your hopes up for a man in, in looking as if he's interested in you or thinking that y'all are finna get together. Let me tell you something. If that man does not pursue you or want you, y'all not getting together, sweetheart. And to the guys, look at here. I look, I have learned day in and day out that just because I have a dream, the devil knows what you like. He knows what's attractive to you. Just because a beautiful girl is in your dream and you interact with her romantically does not mean that she's your wife. Y'all, I have a story to tell. Another story to tell. I kid y'all not. <laughs> this is crazy. I had a situation that occurred where I was I was generally thinking, I'm like, okay, like I thought that this person was pretty cool. Like I didn't, I didn't, you know, approach them or, or pursue them or any way. I just thought about it. I just thought about it. Even in you thinking about it, you have to be careful, right? I'm just like, okay, I, I just thought about it. Cool. I prayed and I asked the Lord. I'm like, Lord, what do you think of, you know, how would you feel if me and this person got together? And the thing is, when you pray, you have to wait on the Lord. Like, so when I prayed, God did not give me an answer right then and there. Like, I literally said, Holy Spirit, what do you think of such and such and such and such? I remember this. This was like five months ago. And I just waited. And I'm like, okay, cool. Three, three hours go by. One of the intercessors in my church texts me. She says, hey, bro, um... Yeah, I don't know what this means, but I had a dream about you last night and the Lord really just led me to share it with you. And, uh, you know, in the dream, you uh, were heartbroken about something. You were crying. You were distraught. And uh, me and one of the other prophets in the church were really um, comforting you because you were so heartbroken. I said, wow, God, you move quick. Um, so, you know, you have to be, you have to be very careful. And that's a situation where a dream was used for the good, right? And it was, it was shared for the good because that dream stopped something that the devil tried, you know, to initiate in my life. Um, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is something, something that's, uh, something I can't, I can't speak for everybody else. But a lot of times the dreams that don't agree with your flesh are the ones from God. So like I remember one time I had a dream. This was somebody this. Now, this was somebody that I was offended with. And it, to be quite frank and honest, I actually love this person now. And um, God gave but God gave me a dream about my heart posture towards the person. And so in the dream, I went into my body and I, I had like a um. I was basically staring at my heart and I began to um, I began to look at my heart and my heart began to have like these black vines and weeds growing around it. It was like a tight rope. It was like a tight rope of like weeds and poisonous plants or like black vines or something like it was like dark plants or dark leaves were like gripping my heart and it had the person's name on it and it had pictures of them on on the on the leaves and on the vines and stuff like that and it had the person's name and so what God was showing God was like this is your heart posture towards this person right now and you need to fix it 
it's those kind of dreams that come from the Holy Ghost. So like we'll have dreams, we'll have vivid, and I know I'm not the only one that does it. We'll have very, very vivid, crazy dreams that counter our flesh, but they're from God. And we 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 push them jokers under the rug because it's not what we want. Like I didn't want to be told that I was bitter towards somebody. Who wants to do that? I want to see th- I want to see dreams of me flying on private jets. Can I be honest? I want to see dreams of me. <laughs> I want to see I don't want to see I don't want I don't want God talking to me about how I was bitter at somebody and he had to get me an order about that. That's not what you want. You want dreams of you traveling the nations and living in a nice big house and all that foolishness. No. That's not what God is talking to me about. He was talking to me about my heart posture. And so literally I remember um from that from that uh my relationship with the person is much much better but yo when i had that dream it was like humbling for real for real like i felt little because i'm like god why you do that to me and so he does things like that i've had dreams <laughs> i've had dreams of people coming to me in dreams i'm not going to say people but like people represent certain things right so if you have like a spiritual father or like a spiritual covering and they come to you in your dream, more than likely it represents a form of wisdom and counsel, right? So I remember I had a dream of uh, somebody coming to me and telling me exactly, uh, and telling to me like exactly what I needed to hear. So like it was a rebuke in a dream and it was like short, like it wasn't long. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't long or anything like, like that. It was just a short rebuke. And I woke up and I'm like, yo, (laughs) like, like what happened? And what, what I noticed in my life is when I was a lot more immature with my dreams and how I operated in them, the ones that were from God, I pushed under the rug and the ones that aligned with my flesh, I began to let hold more weight because I wanted it to happen. So I think the best thing as well, even when you're even with your dreams, you're not you're not in a good um <laughs> amen. Um you're you're not going to uh you're not going to mature in this area if you don't if you don't be if you're not honest with yourself. You have to be honest and say God, I want what I want. And I need you to help me to want what you want for me. Because the thing is, God can give you a dream to warn you. But if you're already double minded and decided that you're going to do what you want regardless, then it doesn't matter. And there's been plenty of times where people have said like they've had plenty of dreams before they made certain decisions. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, Mm-mm. like it's, it's not it's not going to work. And the thing is, is God is so faithful and God is so kind. You know what I'm saying? Because he he will use dreams to warn you. Um, he will use dreams to warn you and he will use dreams to give you wisdom and counsel. But then there are other times where God may show you certain things and you don't need to say anything. You just need to pray. Like if you have dreams of somebody passing away, Right. Like the whole world does not need to know that. And if you you know, I'm saying now for me, I had I had a dream like that where I had a dream of my friend, my good, good friend passing away. um, And it was actually the person's birthday when I shared it. And so I knew that this person was first off, I knew that I had relationship with the person. 
I knew that they were mature enough to handle it. And I knew that um, they would have taken it as a form of encouragement because God was showing me so something could be blocked. So when I shared it with them and me and the person, we actually prayed over the phone. We went into intercession for their life over the phone. And um, they said they really appreciated it. And they knew that it was God, you know, smiling on them, showing them that he is blocking the attacks of the enemy. However, there are certain people that if I had a dream of them passing away, I would never tell them like one, because it depends on the relationship, but it also depends on the maturity of the person. So when you have these dreams, you need to walk in consideration of those surrounding you and you need to figure out if they're mature enough to handle what you're about to say. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not even to say that it's not even to say that all dreams with with it's not even to say that with every dream you have you need to have lock lockjaw but it is to say that certain dreams may not ever be released and certain dreams might not uh be released now but they will be later on and that's okay also you need to decipher cuz cuz this is the thing i do believe in having a circle of friends sober friends mature friends that can assist you or and or that can um you know what I'm saying? Help you get to a solution based off of what you may dream, right? And I think it's good, but you also have to be careful with that too. Um, so, you know, and I would say another way to steward over the dreams that you have is like definitely write them down. You know, like write down definitely definite notes like about um what God showed you. I remember one time, like this is a while ago, it's about over a year ago. I remember I had a very crazy dream about something and I put it on my close friend's story. And um, my leader was like, you need to take this down. Like, this is not something you share. Like, and I mean, I took it down. Like, but when I thought about it, I realized, yeah, like, it. you know what I'm saying? And so I think, yes, there's times where you can share something like outwardly. Um, and then there are other times where it just doesn't need to be shared. Um, and it's okay. Like, look, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But I'm just saying with these kind of things, we really need to handle wisdom because it can if you're not mature, it could turn into you. I'm not even going. I don't want to say it's God. I don't want to say it's you like Well, I mean, it could turn into a form of gossip because you can mess around and formulate a reality based off of a dream like I've I now, see. OK, this. Yes. This is something that's necessary. OK, this is something that's necessary. I'm 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 going to shout in this mic and I'm just preparing you guys as my listeners to let you know that I'm about to shout in this mic. You ready? Do not make any decision simply based off of a dream. Don't do it, y'all. Don't do it. Do not make life altering, destiny changing, path changing decisions simply because you went to sleep and had a dream. Like I said before, gifts and callings come without repentance. Dreams do not mean that you are in the will of God. Dreams does not mean that you are walking with God. 
Dreams does dreams do not mean that it is from God. How about that? Right. It is important to have voices in your life. It is important to another thing. How about this scripture? Maybe possibly. How about that? I laugh when I hear a lot of people talk about a lot of dreams, but no scripture, no Bible, no precepts of God, just dreams. No, we can't be so mystical like that, fam. You like, because also the word of the Lord, the scripture, the Bible will help you navigate the dream sometimes, right? Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that when you read the scripture, you're going to know every single thing that was represented or shown. But, you know, what I'm saying I've had plenty of times where I've had a dream and based off of based off of what happened in the dream or what the dream produced when I woke up, you know what I'm saying? Based off of my knowing of what's in the word of God, I um, I was able to decipher whether if the dream was demonic or whether if it was from my soul or whether if it was from God, because certain dreams align with the word, certain dreams counter the word and certain dreams are what you want. And the thing is, is if you know yourself, that's good. But if you know God and his character and you know his word, that gives you an advantage so that you're not deceived. You get what I'm saying? I can't tell you how many times that um, I was in a dream and I left the dream and I woke up and confusion sat in my bed with me. And I'm like, I, and I'm sitting here trying to navigate whether if this dream was from God or not. But the Bible says God is not the author of confusion. So now instead of having to toil and figure out whether if this dream was from God or not, because I knew his word, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to exercise the mental strain of trying to figure out whether if this dream was from God or not. Right. And then there's going to be moments, like I said, you're going to like it's good to have accountability and people that you could submit your dreams to. But there's also moments and times where like they might not be there. And you may want answers and you may not understand everything, but God and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can still give you wisdom on how to operate with what he has shown you. Right. And so, like I said, I never want to sit here and have people think that I'm saying dreams are demonic. Right. Um, but honestly, once again, like the, it, it's funny because you like don't measure anything in the spiritual realm based off of a dream alone, because I'm telling you, all I've had the most. I mean, wild dreams like and I'm not saying they were all demonic or soulless, like even like futuristic prophetic dreams while I was in full blown sin. It, it can happen. Gifts and callings are without repentance. You don't have to be deep in God to dream. You just have to fall asleep. And because you have a prophetic gift and it's activated inside of you, it's going to happen. Right. But you have to decipher and figure out like like you have to decipher and ask the Lord to help you. OK, God. Which which one? Which one? Show me. Open my eyes. The Bible says the spirit of God will teach you all things. So even in the moments where you feel like you're alone, exercise your faith in believing that the Holy Spirit is with you in the midst of your questions, in the midst of you not being as informed. Right. Like and even if you don't get every single answer or every single detail of the dream explained, that's where trust comes in and still knowing that you trust the direction and the leading of the Holy Spirit. I guarantee you, if you focus in on it, for those of you that dream actively, every time you have a dream, 
definitely what gives it away is how you feel when you wake up. Like, the, because the because even in the moment, I'll tell you this, even the moments where I had the dreams that were against my flesh and I knew it was God, I still felt peace because I knew it was God. And I didn't like it. Be, my flesh didn't like it. But when you learn how to judge and gauge things by the spirit, I'm telling you, you'll be able to pick them things apart so quick and be like, mm -mm, nope. And we're like, look, y'all, I'm telling you, the devil knows how to create these things and to put them in the souls of people, fam. You really have to be you just have to be on guard. You have to be on guard. You have to be on guard. You have to recognize like if you it, it says, what did I say earlier in Ecclesiastes chapter five? For a dream comes through much activity. If you're moving, if you have much activity in your life, especially if you're prophetic, you're gonna, you're going to dream. You're going to dream. I, it got to the point, I'm gonna be real. In college, I anointed my bed because I'm like, Lord, I don't know what is finna be released to me or what I'm finna see when I go to sleep tonight. Please be with me. There's been times where I've been, I've had dreams of demons attacking me and the Lord has pulled me out of the dream and rescued me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so it, it's, it's real. The dream, the dream life, it's a real thing. Okay. Um, it can be good. It can be bad. It just depends on the maturity of the vessel who is having the dreams. And, um, yeah, on, on and it depends on the source where the dreams come from. But either way, we can produce dynamics that are not messy, not toxic, um, if we know how to handle these things the right way. Also, if you have a very now I think I think I said this before. I've made and I'm once again, I'm not speaking from I'm not speaking from mistakes that I did not make. I've lived this stuff out. When you have a very, very, because it, it will happen, it will happen. If you have a very accurate dream about sin going on in somebody's life, please pray for them. Please. Don't just sit here and gas yourself up because you feel like an FBI agent. Okay? Please. Because what that shows is the motive of your heart. It shows that you enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Or it shows that you are infatuated with the fact that you are in, you are receiving intel in, with somebody's life. But what that shows to God is, okay, you have got, what God says is you have lost your trust with me now. I can't show you folk. Because now when I show you and when I show you certain people and I uncover certain people to you, you now look at them like they're less than. You're now ineffective. You you've missed the reason as to why I've shown you this in the first place. It and it changes your perspective when you immediately get out of a dream and you begin to pray and you begin to cover the person that you dreamt about. Right. Also, just saying, if you have a dream specifically about an individual, I've also made this mistake. Don't tell somebody that dream if you know that that person would not be comfortable you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll say this. There was a situation. I'm not, I, I will never name names. I will never name names, but I will. I, 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 and honestly, I didn't think I was wrong at first until 
the Lord dealt with me in prayer later on. Me and my friend, me and my friend had, I'm not going to say the exact same dream, but um, we had a very, uh, we had a very similar dream about someone. And when we had, when we, when we had a dream, uh, uh, the person that I had the dream about when they found out that I told the other person about, uh, the dream, they did not like that. They didn't appreciate that. And, um, you know, in the moment when they confronted me about it, I was like, okay, um, cool. Like I understand why they were upset, but in my mind, I did not think that I was wrong. Like, I, let me put it like this. I thought I was wrong because they didn't like it, not because it was wrong. Okay. So there's a difference. I thought, I thought it was wrong because they didn't appreciate that. But if they didn't care, basically my, I thought my wrongness was based off of their mood concerning the situation. When in actuality, it was wrong in general because no, 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 no. I don't care if you and your friend, you know what I'm saying, had had a very similar dream about a person. Look at here. If if it's if it's sensitive and vital information, you don't share that, fam. You don't. Even if they bring it up and you know you had a dream about it. No. Just keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. And if God leads you, but you need to make sure that it's God. And if it's not God, you're going to find out and you're going to get embarrassed when you confront the person. If it's God, then confront the person and speak to them about it. But you have to gauge where that person is, where you are. You know what I'm saying? What has God said? Do you have the relationship to even, you know what I'm saying? Have these certain conversations. Um, Personally, for me, I'll be honest. I'll be asking God. I'm like, Lord, why do you be showing certain folks stuff? Why did you show me stuff when I was not ready or why did you allow me to see certain things that were true and that were accurate even when I wasn't ready? And he said, it's my word, son. Gifts and callings are without repentance. So we because we have these gifts, what, what we hear this. Well, um, it's a scripture in Luke. I forgot what it was, but to whom much is given, much is required. So now that we have gifts and now that we have opportunities of intel in the nighttime by the way of dreams, there is now a responsibility and a burden that we have to grow up lest we ruin lives fam i'm telling you and it's not even i know we're talking about dreams but this is in the realm of the prophetic folks have had their lives jacked up off of a prophetic word that was released that had no business being released fam The scripture in um the scripture in Ecclesiastes was chapter five, Ecclesiastes chapter five, verses three. But this is this is a form of the prophetic. So look at here, fam. If you're gonna release something, you better make sure. If you are going to release something, you better make sure that it's God. This is the thing you have to remember, like, just because you have accurate information stored up in you. If you release it at the wrong timing, you did not give the word of the Lord. If you released it in the tone, that was not the way that God 
orchestrated for you to do that. You did not give the word of the Lord. When you speak on God's behalf, you speak and you say what God says. You say how God says it and you say it when he unctions you to say it. Without those three things, it's not the prophetic. It's just simple information. And this is where we move into psychics. This is where we move into soothsayers. This is where we move into prophets of Baal. So, you know, it's just it's just a form of sobriety, like to handle this stuff with the fear of the Lord. And like, I understand some of you might not have understood, like uh, when you first started dreaming and like God is merciful, God is gracious. So like, don't beat yourself up. Don't condemn yourself because, yo, like. I'll tell you another story. Like there was a time where I released a dream, you know what I'm saying? And I released it at the wrong timing. I shouldn't have even released it at all. And I remember crying, condemning myself. You don't got to do that. There's no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Just repent and keep it moving. What shows that you're sorry is when God gives you intel and you choose to handle it with care and wisdom. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know. And, and and like even look like if you made a mistake, pray that the damage that the enemy wants to be done won't be done, you know, but God is sovereign. God is God. And now that you are aware of this information, you know, just really use it to your advantage. So that way you can handle what what you see with care. And then also so that you can understand what you are seeing, whether if it is your spirit or your soul um because there's plenty of situations where people will say things to people and it came from their soul i have had people come to me and tell me yo look i'm, I'm gonna say this again i'm gonna stress this again I, I i'm gonna speak bro like both to both genders men and women if somebody comes up to you and tells you that they are your spouse because they had a dream about you, run. Run as fast as you can, bro. Run. Do not entertain it. Nah, fam. Run. Don't, don't entertain it. Run. I've, I have had some of my sisters in Christ tell me, and some of my brothers in Christ, that, they, yeah, somebody came up to me, told me that I was their wife. Somebody came up to me and told me that I was their husband. No, that's not, you, no, 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 okay? I really hope this blessed you guys. Um, I just wanted to come on here and just be frank and honest about my experiences with dreams um, and how, like, God has helped me grow in handling them with maturity um and so yeah i really hope this bless you all and i am out um it's good to be back i never left christ convo it's just had a lot going on moving into the new apartment getting settled and stuff like that but i'm gonna definitely make sure that i am more active in these episodes so i love y'all peace what up y'all i just want to say that i appreciate each and every person that decided to listen to this latest podcast episode i hope you were blessed and i hope you enjoyed it there is definitely more to come if you have not followed me on instagram follow me at jesse prada at j-e-s-s-e-p-r-o-d-a and i will see you all on the next episode peace